Not anymore. Yes, I was a broken woman. Yes, I didn't love me. Yes, I decided to settle for what wasn't best for me. Yes, I was in a toxic relationship. Guess what? Not anymore. I have grown from the broken pieces. I have learned to love me when no one else loved me. I have learned that I will never settle for in my life or my peaceful atmosphere. I have learned the difference between love, lust of a good relationship. Yes, I wasn't perfect, but I learned to work on my mind, my body, and my soul connections. Yes, I have allowed the wrong spiritual around me. Now, I've learned about the not allowing the negative energy around me. Yes, I've been down the road of destruction. Now I've learned how to not move by emotion, but by the spirit of my faith and purpose. Not anymore, my fears will not keep me from being a better version of me. Not anymore, my toxicness will stop me from loving myself or trusting others in my peaceful place. Not anymore, my lack of post-trauma is going to stop me from my future growth. Yes, not anymore. I know I'm powerful. I know I'm overcoming. I know I'm a positive, I know I'm loved, and yes, not anymore, I'm dope, dedicated to other people, empowerment, I love my dopeness and so should you. Yes, I was a broken woman. Yes, I didn't love me. Yes, I decided to settle for what wasn't best for me. Yes, I was in a toxic relationship. Guess what? Not anymore. I have grown from the broken pieces. I have learned to love me when no one else loved me. I have learned that I will never settle for in my life or my peaceful atmosphere. I have learned... Hello, hello, everyone. How are we doing today? Thank you for tuning in to the Power in Your Voice with Testimonial Tuesday. And I have the awesome cast of Power in Heels, the authors. They are here to bless us with their amazing chapters, talking about their amazing things that they've been through. And they're here to inspire, heal, and empower us to be a better version of ourselves. Welcome, 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 everyone. How is everyone doing today? Doing excellent. Thank you. Awesome. It is awesome to have y'all ladies here. I'm going to start off with, I pretty much, I guess you can call it roll call. I have everybody introduce themselves. So we're going to start with Miss Lachelle. Can you please introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Lachelle Hunt, and I am uh, one of your Power and Heels co-authors um from Dixon, Tennessee. Now I live in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Nice. Can I have Miss Tiffany? Tiffany, you're on mute, hon. Hold on. Now, yeah, we couldn't hear you. No, you good. I am Is that the internet or something? Because every time I talk, it goes out. It might be your internet. Try again. Try again. Okay. Um, let me see. Okay. Hi, my name is Tiffany Roebuck. I'm also one of the co-authors of Power and Heels, and I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. Can I have Miss Monica? Yes, I am Prophetess Monica Thompson, and I live in Cleveland, Ohio, and I am one of the co-authors on this awesome book. Awesome, awesome. Miss Janet? Miss Janet, can you hear me? Miss Janet, can you hear me? You're on mute. You're on what mute. about him? I can, can hear you, you now. Yes, yes, I'm Janet Ty, 
I'm Janet Hobson. I'm also one of the co-authors of Power and Heels, and I now reside here in Houston, Texas. Awesome, awesome. It's an echo going on. I end up muting all of y'all, and I'm not sure where it's coming from. So when everyone speaks, I would say either you know mute mute when everybody else is talking because it's an echo from someone's computer. Um, we're gonna I'm gonna start off with uh, the summary of the book, and then we'll get into the questions for y'all awesome ladies about your chapter. Yeah, I have. And I would like to give a big shout out to Dr. Laurel. As always, it is awesome to have her co-authors in the building. It's been a pleasure interviewing all of y'all this month. Like, it's just, I've, I've just learned so much. Tell you, Power in the Hills. Y'all better get the book. It's coming in August. And y'all better be ready because it's going to knock y'all off your feet. The summary is Power and Heals in the Anthropology Vision. God gave prophetess Dr. Laurel Strongrich, the visionary to help women take hold of their ability to walk in the boldness of Christ against the head of the enemy by putting their heels on his head through warfare, prayer, intimacy, and God, and the anointings, affirmations. This book will be therapy to the mind, the body, and the spirit and will encourage and motivate women to take hold and walk in full confidence in their kingdom assignments and break free from the limitations that have tried to hold them into bondage. This book will open their eyes to see that they are unique, holds and powerful and the enemy is under the heels in Jesus name. I done told y'all y'all better go get this book. She already given y'all all the power. So my first question for everyone is what made y'all join the project? And I will start with Janet. You can unmute yourself because I have you muted, hun. Okay, I started the project. Uh, Dr. Laurel had reached out to me and asked me to actually come and join on to uh, with being with being one of the uh, co-authors of the book. But before I decided to write, I had already started like journaling, probably like maybe a year uh, before she even asked. So I was just uh, I, I was inspired by her even asking me, and it was like it was um, actually gave me the uh, ability to to kind of step ahead because I really didn't know where to even get started with what we even wanted to write a book. So that was kind of like a door opening for me to kind of attach to her to even started that writing process to kind of take me on because I do look, uh, even though with just writing this bio in her book, I do uh, look forward to actually doing my own book later on. So this is kind of like a stair step for her to uh, offer that great uh, greatness to me. So me to be able to attach to her to even get this book started. Absolutely. I love it. Now, um, is that Patricia? Because I know the name that's coming in is Adrian. You're on mute. I'm going to come back. Um, so can I have uh, Miss Lachelle, can you tell us why you joined the project? You're on mute, hon. Yes, ma'am. I joined the project because everybody has a story. And this was an opportunity for me to tell my story. And um, I just love the unity in this group. I love the empowerment um, that we can um, have through uh, Dr. Laurel in uh, Power and Heels. Um, I love her energy. Um, she pushes you, she encourages you, um, and she's so selfless, you know. Um, I love the networking, um, to come together with women with the same, um, you know, we have different stories, but the same truth, you know, trying to get it out there, our testimonies out there. So um, I just love the outreach of it, you know, because I believe that this book is going to really help a lot of people. It's really going to because they're going to see themselves in it. All the different situations right. that they're going to see themselves in there and they're going to, you know, look in the mirror and say, you know, I've been through that or I'm going through that right now. And hopefully it'll be able to help someone. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is awesome. 
Um, hi, Miss Patricia. How are you doing? Welcome. <laughs> Can you Thank tell you. the people? Who you? No problem. I know it's probably been a long day and internet and just been acting a fool. Can you please tell us who you are and where you're from? Absolutely. My name is Patricia Cardinal. I am from Houston, Texas. I am the CEO and founder of Live Like, uh, which is a lifestyle brand, as well as the author of Queen Over Diva, um, my first published book. Um, and I'm just really, really excited to be here. Yes, yes. It's an honor to have you. And while we have you, can you tell us why you joined the project? I joined the project because um, I really needed uh, an opportunity to, um, how can I say this? I really needed an opportunity to get back into um uh, the things that I was doing. Um, I, in my business, I, unfortunately, I kind of lost focus. I kind of lost kind of where I was going and I needed to really just step back and find out where I was going and to regroup so that I could come back out, which is nothing wrong with that. But when you take a step back, sometimes you need that nudge to help you move forward, right? Because you right. it's very easy to get stuck in that place. And so when, um, when Dr. Laurel um, uh, kind of reached out and said, hey, why don't you join this project? Um, I took advantage of that. I didn't even really think about it. You know, um, I don't know her personally. I've never met Dr. Laurel personally, but I've followed her on Facebook and, you know, I really, um, liked her message and, uh, the way she presented herself. And I knew that this would be a great, great project. And so, you know, I just didn't hesitate. I hopped right into it. Um, and I've been really happy because it has done just that. It's helped me to begin to get my focus back because I do have a voice. God has given me a voice and he's given me a message. And I've been sitting for too long on what he has given me. And so this has given me that push that I need to get back out and do the things that he has for me to do. I love it. That is very awesome. Um, Miss Tiffany, can you tell us why you joined the project? Um, Dr. Rich reached out to me um, so graciously, and I'm so grateful. Um, we had had conversations years ago about me writing, and of course, you know how we let fear sit in and deter us from doing what you know God has ordained us to do. And you know, I thought about it, and I'm like, this is really the push that I needed to open up about a lot of things that a lot of people go through. We all go through things, as the prophet has said earlier, but we go through things different. And we do have the same story. And the way that I came out of a situation may not be the way someone else is transforming out of their situation. And my story may help them transition out of their situation, even though it's the same, a lot easier. So I felt it was necessary for me to do this. Awesome, awesome. Miss Monica. Um, yes, um, it was the unction of the spirit. Um, I had been in waiting. Um, I knew that um, I needed to write a book, um, but I was waiting and wasn't sure when to walk, when to start. And so I've been writing little things here and there. But as time went on, um, I was able to um, attend Dr. Laurel's church and um, she had announced it. And at that moment i knew right then and there that this was the door that i had been waiting for several years so it's it's just awesome to be a part of it absolutely it's an honor to have all of y'all here gracing this power in your voice because that's pretty much what y'all doing with power in your heels y'all are using your voice to help heal and mold people to a greater heights of their purpose my next question is have y'all all wanted to be writers or authors at one point, or was this just something that happened to come about? And I'll start with Tiffany. Okay. Um, I, I think I've, all, I've always like journaled. Um, I've always kept a notebook beside me because um, 
you know, sometimes it's hard to tell people what you're going on and how you're feeling. And I'm glad I learned that at an early age that it was best to write it down instead of hold it. To be an author. But now yeah. it's something that I can see myself doing. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, we'll go with Miss Monica. Um, I wasn't a person who wanted to just like just write um, because, you know, the fear of it. But um, when there's something that's written in your heart and you don't know how to put it down on paper, um, this opened the door for me to learn how to put it on paper. Um, I didn't know how to journal. Um, I write little notes, but this was bigger. And so right. it pushed me into what was designed for me to do, and that is to be a writer. Right. That is awesome. Miss Janet? Yes, as for me, I never really had the um, desire to actually write a book. Like, I would always say it, like, jokingly, but it just kind of took me to start journaling probably within the last year, just putting things on paper. Because, you know, as for myself, uh, even though I was I was saying that I really can see myself doing it because, you know, sometimes we have stories that we just don't really want to put on paper because we kind of like want to keep them to ourselves. We don't know how other people actually will read and how they would do so. I would want to put it on paper, but I was like, I think I was just afraid of how people would actually read it and what they would view that I would be having in my story. So with me started, you know, got the opportunity to start writing to myself. And I kind of realized I was already writing my own mini book, but didn't really know what to do with it. So it just gave me a great opportunity to just start, you know, what I was journaling into. I'll, I'll start turning into my own book. That is very awesome. Very awesome. Miss Patricia. Yes, um, I've always been an avid reader and I have loved to write. And um, so when I, I had the concept for Queen Over Diva, after writing the book, I was, I was like petrified, honestly. It took a long time for me to just kind of come forth with it because when you write, especially something like that, it's a some information about myself in the book. And it's something when you write about something that's near and dear to your heart, you know, if you're there's that fear that people will reject um, what you've written because it's a part of you. So it's like you if they reject it, you'll feel like they're rejecting you as well. And, you know, I had to get over that fear because I actually sat on the book for some time before I actually um, went on and, and, and published the book. So when I was able to get over that fear, then I've, I've written a, um, a devotional that goes along with it. And I have a couple of other books that I have um, slated that I'm going to write. So it actually just kind of opened it up for me to be able to express um, not just myself, but hopefully something that's going to benefit someone else, you know, and um, it kind of opened up the doors for me to kind of step out on faith and believe God for the project and the information and the book that he's given me. Um, but it's always something that I wanted to do, um, but I just, I don't know. I just, and, and so, and I say this because some people and people think oftentimes that what they have to say is not important or they feel like their story is not important, but everybody has a story and everybody has something important to share. And so it's 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 really, really great to be able to get past that. And I hope that encourages somebody who may be listening, who may have been feeling the same way. But now, real, you know, but now after hearing those words can now step out. Right. And share. Right. 
And uh, because everyone's story is special and everyone's story is not for everybody, it's for certain people. So don't be afraid to step out on faith and write that story, write, write that book, because I guarantee you someone's going to be impacted by it. I love it. Prophetess Lachelle. Okay. Um, as you, as everyone was speaking, I was like, well, Lord, when, you know, when did I realize that? But, um, I honestly, um, had been prophesied to, um, years ago prior that I would be an author one day at the time I was like, not me, you know, <laughs> you know, you think that I have been journaling and writing things down, but I, I never thought that I could be an author. And so as life happened, because, you know, there's a time and a, um, a season for everything. And right. so as life happened and I began to go through things in life, my story developed because life is a journey. And as I went through things, I was writing and um, I went to Africa. I've been I've had an experience to go to Africa and I have a journal just for that experience and different other things in my life. And so now I can truly say that I have a lot to give. Um, I have a, I've been through a lot, overcome a lot, um, and I am able to help someone else know that they can get through it as well. So, yes, I love it. I love it. So we're gonna start because we're gonna talk about these chapters that y'all got in this book, this powerhouse that's about to come out in August. So I'm gonna start with. Miss Jenny, can you tell me what your chapter was about in the book? Yes, my chapter, uh, the name of my chapter was um, Allow Me to Reintroduce Myself. Mm. And mainly what I'm talking about is coming from a, um, a broken marriage after 20 something years. And pretty much I'm talking about how uh, the world kind of viewed me and how I let the world put stimulations on me and how I felt like I kind of lost my own identity. And I forgot about what God said I were. He said, you're fearfully and beautifully made, you know, and, you know, like I had to kind of reference back what he said. When what happened was that, you know, when you go through trials and tribulations, you kind of um, look around and you let the world kind of take over uh, things that, you know, and you have to always reference back to the book. And I kind of talk about, you know, like, you know, going through the marriage and, you know, how we kind of look at things and how you live in dysfunctional and, and where we make this dysfunctional becomes functional. And when you have kids that's around and, you know, kind of talking about, you know, anytime you have kids that's around and you, you're whatever you're in, that we should never encourage anybody to, you know, stay in, in anything that we pretty much allowed ourselves to stay in. And we should, you know, kind of encourage them and kind of like be the roadmap for them to get out of things. And it kind of like when I look back, I say, you know, if I had to go back and relive that, like I would want my daughter like doing like, you know what, my mother stayed in it, I could stay in it. And a lot of times what they do, they kind of piggyback off, you know, like parents and grandparents, like, well, they stayed in it. So you stayed in it. But we have to kind of look at it that the grandparents and the ancestors, they stayed in things because they really couldn't get out. Because if they could have, if they had more education, if they had more things that they actually could do, they would have did, you know, took a different road from what they actually did. And I kind of realized that even with me writing, I kind of realized like some of the things that I thought that I was delivered from that I really wasn't, you know, with getting married in a ready-made family to a man that already had kids. I realized with being a stepmother and being a stepmother young, like that was kind of a hole for me because even when I got out and started to meet people, like I wouldn't even allow myself to date because I kind of felt like I was caught up from you know, having to marry someone with kids and being a, a stepmother and, and how that actually went. And, you know, kind of like to let people know that, you know, I'm actually connected to 43 other awesome, powerful women and all coming from different races and different backgrounds. And I know like if my story don't inspire, somebody's story will actually inspire. And like I say, I'm actually excited to even get the book myself because somebody's story going to inspire me somewhere that I probably missed along the way that I don't even know. So it's always good to connect to power for people and, you know, connect. Cause like I say, it's, I know it's nothing in this book that someone cannot pick up 
and read that they would not be healed, delivered, and set free from. And like I say, I know everybody has a powerful story, and I'm just excited for the book to come out as the other co-artists are. I love it. I love it. We're going to go next to Miss Monica. Monica, can you hear me? You got to unmute. Monica, you're muted. Hello. I can't hear you either. <laughs> Can y'all hear me? Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to come back to you. Patricia, I'll go to you next. <laughs> Okay, so, um, so my chapter is called The Great Exchange. And the basic premise behind the uh, Great Exchange is exchanging what the world says about you to who God says you are. Um, so to even practice the Great Exchange, you have to know and understand that you were created in the image of God. And that who God says you are is an eternal position, right? It's not a worldly or a temporal position. Facts are subject to change, but truth remains. So the fact might be that, you know, your maybe your bank account is low. But the truth of the matter is when you have Christ, you are rich indeed. And so since oftentimes, you know, we we are a product of our environments, how we grew up, things that were said to us, spoken over us, um, our situations speak to us, our flesh speaks to us, the world tries to tell us who we are, but when we can come into true knowledge and, and understand that, listen, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, as the woman of God said earlier. So what that means is I take every unholy thought, every unholy uh, word spoken over me, and I cancel that with the word of truth. And so the great exchange means that I need to adopt who I am, who God says I am, and not who the world says I am, who even my mama says that I am. And so uh, when we, I believe that a lot of times uh, people act out, uh, it's not really a behavior problem, it's a belief problem. They don't realize who they are. And I believe that when we come to realize who we are in Christ, then that changes everything. And I know that because it changed me. When I realized who I was in Christ and it was not of my doing, but all him, then guess what? All these uncircumcised thoughts that I used to have of myself, I canceled those thoughts. I denounced those thoughts. I divorced those thoughts. I pulled them down, whatever it needed, whatever needed to be done. And I began to pick up God's word and believe God's word and what it says about me. I made it personal. And so it's very important that you know, God designed us to live a life oftentimes that we don't even see nor understand. You know, people, uh, uh, God has designed us to live a life of victory. And and so what happens is we let these situations speak to us. And then it, we accept those things and then it becomes a part of us. So the great exchange means that I'm going to exchange um, everything that is not of God about me, my uh, my automated negative thoughts. I have to reprogram my thinking, and I need to accept what God says about who I am. And when I'm able to do that, then I'm truly walking in of the victory that God has set aside for me. Nice, I love it. We're gonna go to Prophetess Lachelle. 
You mute. Amen. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The name of my chapter is The Process to Purpose. And it just, I just, I'm not going to tell you everything, but I will give you just a little snippet. And it's about um, God's plan, um, God's plan for our lives. Um, in Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans that I have towards you, plans of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. So everything that God wants for us and desires for us is good. You know, all good things come from God. So just to let you know, no matter where you are in life, no matter what you're going through right now, know that there, there's an, another side to it. You know, if you can just hold on and hold out to get to the other side, you, then you'll be able to make it to your expected end. I love it. Tiffany? Tiffany, can you hear me? Monica, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, we can hear you now. Can you uh, tell us what your chapter is about? Um, the, my chapter, um, the name of it is Sound the Alarm. Um, my chapter is about I came to serve the devil notice. Um, I have been quiet. I went through a large ordeal, uh, me and my family. And um, you got to get the book because it is the story is profound. Um, but through this story, that's when God asked me to come forward. And as he has allowed me to go through this this big trial, and, and I didn't understand why I had to go through this, why my family went through this, um, God still wanted to get the glory in the end. And so now that I have the voice now as being a co-author, I can tell the story. And so you know, when you go through trials, you hold them and you're not able to share. So this is my time right now to, you know, when you get the, the book and you read that story, you're going to see um, how I triumphed through something that was powerful with the family, but it was me who God wanted that bad and he took the whole family through it, but it was me that he wanted to use. And so now I have the voice to tell what I need to tell and let the world know that no matter what, sound the alarm and tell your story. All right. Tiffany, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Tiff? You still can't. It's your in <laughs> I have to come back to her. I sorry guys. I think her internet is acting up. Um, so my next question for y'all is what was one and I learned in the last episode, what was one challenge y'all found about your process while writing your chapters? And what was a positive that y'all learned about yourself while writing your chapters? And I will start with Prophetess Laurel. I mean, sorry, Prophetess Michelle. One of the bad things um, that I have um, had was um, procrastination. Um, just kind of not knowing yet if this is what, you know, because we've all been through a lot in our lives. Right. So trying to find the right thing to write about, you know. And I would say, okay, this is this. Then I say, nah, they don't want to hear that. And then I say, it's this, you know. So I finally had to pray about it and ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to speak on right now? You know, like I said, um, life is, is a journey. It's a process. And so what I am speaking about is, is dear and it's what I needed to speak out at this time in my life. And so that's what I did. Um, positive, uh, that was my negative, positive, uh, spending time with the Holy Spirit to ask him what, um, what I need to do. And that was beautiful because, you know, when you, when you listen to the Holy Spirit, he never leaves you wrong. He never leads you wrong. And so, you know, just, just being able to humble myself and say, you know, God, what would you have me to do instead of me doing something I wanted to do? Right. Man. Miss Janet. 
Yes, my um, I guess my negative thing was that just being stagnant with my writing and you know trying to make things perfected or what I thought that people would want to read by, about my story. But at the same time, I wanted to be truthful with my story. And I guess my positive side, like you say, just kind of in tune with God and the Holy Spirit and just with my writing itself, how he just revealed my own self. Like I, I found myself through my own writing with God revealing me that things that I didn't even know. So with me writing a story for somebody to read, I actually can go back and read my own story and get my own self inspired because he actually revealed me through my own writing. Okay. Nice. Uh, Tiffany, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay. So we I want you to tell us about your chapter because it's for some reason the internet didn't want you to tell us at that moment. Right. So can you tell us about our chapter and then we'll go back to the other question? Okay. The name of my chapter is called The Need and Me. Um, a lot of times through life, turmoil, trials and tribulations, we lose our ourselves, and some of us lose it at an early age because of our circumstances and situations. And when you're put in a position to where you're so used to making plans, doing everything, you know, for jobs, for kids, for family, just in general life, we tend to lose ourselves. And when you're found, when you're in a place where you have no idea who you are, and dealing with self can be very difficult. And trying to find your way back to self, just just knowing what you like, what you need, what you want is a very complicated, hard thing to do. So my story is how I'm a work in progress and I'm beginning to overcome how I lost myself and how to find myself. I love it. And while I have you and you can hear me, can you um, tell us one challenge you had while you was writing and one positive thing you found out about yourself while you wrote wrote your chapter? Um, the negative was fear. Anytime I sat down to write, you know, I got nervous. Um, it was very difficult for me, you know, because it's hard when you're when you're telling when you're putting yourself out there and you're telling your truth and you're used to being worried about what people are going to think. And, you know, what people are, how people are, people are people going to judge you? Are people going to look at you different? And the one positive thing that I got of it, I actually went away on a um, vacation for a week just to meditate, just to deal with myself. And that's how I came up with the concept that it's important that we put ourselves first and think about us and think about our needs, our wants, our desires, and and love our and love ourselves. So that was the positive I think that I got out of this. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um Ms. Monica. Um, my negative for me was myself. Uh, and the reason why I said that, because I allow myself to get in the way. Um, mm -hmm. I had to surrender um, in my positive so that God, the spirit can show me what he wanted. Um, you know, because in the flesh, you trying to write and you trying to listen to yourself and you think this is the story. And then you start writing, then you put it down, then you going back and forth. Now you're toiling and you're all over the place. And so that was the negative part. But then in a positive, thank God for the Holy Spirit saying, be still and know I'm God. And for him to project what he wanted, um, that was the positive for me and just allowing the Holy Spirit to take control so that I'll know what to write and what he wanted me to write. So that was mm -hmm. what I went through. I love it. I love it, Miss Patricia. Um, mine was time. Um, I have a very busy schedule um, these days, and so the time to just sit down and, as the other uh, women of God has stated so eloquently, sit, the time to sit down and really hear from God as to, you know, what, 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 what does he want to project out into the world? You know, and it's, it, that, that's a, um, that's a time, uh, a value of time that it takes to sit down and really listen. You know, you can, you can come up with a million ideas or we can hear from God, which, you know, which is going to be better. 
Um, and so, you know, I, I try to hear and not do so much of what I want to do, right? So that element there of time and just really seeking the Lord. Um, and I, uh, But the, the other, the, the great thing has been just being a part of this project has been really awesome to me. I love to go into the feed. The ladies always are positive. They have something positive to say, something powerful to say, something encouraging to say. Uh, Dr. Laurel is always sending out messages that are for of encouragement and, you know, letting us know, you know, kind of what's going on. And it's a beautiful process. It's just a very uh, beautiful process. Even though we may have hiccups along the way, you know, we always, you know, it's always handled with a level of excellency. And so that has been, I think, one of my greatest takeaways so far um, in this project. I love it. I love it. So as always, we come to that final question that I like to ask. What do power and heels mean to you? And I'm going to start with Tiffany. You have to unmute. I'm sorry. Thank you. No, you're fine. Power and heels means... Um, Love, it means faith, it means growth, it means togetherness. I'm so appreciative, like the ladies um, explained before, for this opportunity and for a group of 40-something women to come together uh, from different backgrounds, different everything, and to be so positive and loving on one another. It's just, it's, it's phenomenal. And I'm, I'm so grateful and I'm so looking forward to seeing everyone prosper and everyone grow from this. I love it. I love, I it. love it. I love it. I'm going to have to meet you. Have to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, Processes Lachelle. Hey, man. The, um, what it means to me, uh, several things. Transformation, for one how um, the book shows um, from where we came from to where we're at and also where we're headed to, you know, the transformation of us all. The transparency is another one, um, just how we're just laying it out, you know, because the truth will set you free. And so you want to always be truthful and honest because those are, those are, there are those that are going through similar situations. Uh, love you want to always show love, you know, um, in everything that you do. Forgiveness. Um, that's what the power and heels mean to me. Love and forgiveness. Um, be quick to forgive um, because God is quick to forgive us. Amen. Amen. And then being in one more thing and then being an influencer. Being a, you can influence someone in a positive way or a negative way. And power and heels means to me is influencing them in a godly way. And I'm not hammering them with scriptures, but just with my walk and my love and my forgiveness and, and my transformation. I love it. Monica? Monica, can you hear me? Hills to me no. means just what it says. Um, that God ordained it before the foundation of the world that no matter where I'm, yes, can you hear me? Yes. You can hear me now? It's going in and out, but I can hear you. You can hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't no, know. it's okay. What's... Okay. Um, power and heels is just what it means to me, power. Um, I know that the power come from on high and for God to ordain it for me to come through something that he has preordained before the foundation to for us to walk in this power. So what it has allowed me to do to stand upright and knowing who I am. 
and that I have the power to trample over whatever that has come in my obstacle or my path and that I can stand up and bulldoze with this power and that I can make anything happen, like, you know, anything in the world and that I can walk in this power upright and in authority. And that's what it means to me. All right now, Janet. Yes, what power and heels mean to me is is um, the power. Like I say, anytime you put on heels, you already feel that power. And I just feel like it was just God's grace. I don't think about accident that he's connected 40 uh, bold, um, powerful women together to share stories. And also it means to me unity, love, and to just bring people together. And I think that when you see that with Dr. Laurel corrected, I meant uh, getting all of us together, that with 44 of us, you know, connected to a book and like that's power right there. Like that's enough power right there just to sell that book. When four, 44 women actually going to be sharing their story, that's what you call power. It's power, unity, and it's love. Mm, I love it. Patricia? Uh, power and Heels means to me, you know, there's, there's something very significant and powerful when as an individual, you can stand in your truth, no matter what your past has been or what your, your present is right now. But when you can stand bold in where you've been and what you've done and you have received, uh, not received, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word, but you're able to be influential. As the prophetess said earlier, she mentioned that word influence. There is something very significant and powerful about standing in your truth because other people know that. People say, call it being real. You could call it whatever you want to call it. But people know when you're standing in your truth. So many people hide from their truth. And we have things that we don't want to face. We all have that. But when we can stand knowing who we are, that right there speaks volume. And the people that are around us are going to be influenced by that principle right there. And so I think that this book is going to be extremely influential to a lot of people because listen, we all have struggles, but you cannot have a testimony without a test. And so as we begin to share our lives and pour out our lives and stories on these pages, I can see it now. Women are going to be crying. Tears are going to be falling. Some are going to rejoice. Uh, some are going to read those stories over and over again. Uh, some are going to want to say, man, I, I know where she's been. I know where she, I identify for that sister. And I dare even say some are going to read those stories and they're going to stop right there and pray for us because they know what the struggle is. And so that power is going to be that great influence that goes out right from the pages of that book to everyone that reads it, and it will impact those that actually read the book. I truly believe that. Yes, I love it. I love it. So, lady, we are coming to a close, and I need all y'all to tell people how to follow y'all, how to connect with y'all, because, you know, those pre-orders is going to come in, so they need to know how to get to y'all and be able to connect to this powerhouse of all this power and heals. So I'm going to start with Patricia. Can you tell people how to connect with you, please? Absolutely. People can connect with me on Facebook under uh, Patricia Isaac Cardinal. Um, they can also connect via um, Instagram at live like Christ today. That's my, that's my IG. Uh, email is always wonderful which is live like L-I-V-E-L-I-K-E 2015 at Tiffany. You can reach me on Facebook through under Tiffany Roebuck, T-I-F-F-E-N-I-E. Or you can reach me on IG at M-I-S-S-T-M-R 
or you can email me at tiffanyroebuck at gmail.com. Monica? Um, you can reach me on Facebook. I'm back. And or also you can reach me at one power in heels at gmail.com. Janet. You can reach me at Facebook at Janet Hobson. And you also can reach me through my Gmail. It is Jan Jemison, the number one at gmail.com. Prophetess Lachelle. You can reach me on Facebook. Um, my name is Lachelle Turner Hunt on there. And I also have an Open Heart Ministries page on there. Um, and my email is loveit, L-O-V-E-T-T-E, the number 88 at gmail.com. As always, it's been an honor to talk with y'all, to minister with y'all, to bless the people with y'all words today. I'm honored as always to all the co-authors out there to Power and Heels. It's been a pleasure. And y'all keep on sharing and sharing y'all story and y'all testimony. And I can't wait for y'all book to come out. I'm super excited about all this. Because listen, like she said, I'm going to cry. I'm going to be all in it. I might want to throw the book for a second too and have to pick it back up. So, But it's been an honor to have y'all. And they've said enough positivity. Take it all in. Because like they said, powerful, unity, love, influ influence. Take it, use it, apply it. I thank y'all as always for tuning in to the Power in Your Voice Testimonial Tuesday. We will be back next week, Tuesday and Thursday with more of the co-authors of the Power in Heels. I love y'all. I have been y'all host, Sheena Godine. And it's been a pleasure. Y'all have a great night. Introducing to some and reintroducing to others. Speaker, Speaker entrepreneur, entrepreneur, motivational, motivational coach, and author. And author she she if you wish to contact her, you can contact her via email at escradine16 at gmail.com or you can visit her website 